we're happy being um, David to Goliath. You know, we want to own that. That's what that's what we're built on. Um, we're not looking for half measures around here. We want to strive to see if we can be great, and we're willing to take the paths that require extreme competitiveness to do that. Welcome into the Thunder Basketball Universe. Training camp is here, if you can believe it. That means preseason games are right around the corner, and Nick and I have you covered on what you need to know about the team and what we heard from Coach Dagnall after day one of training camp. Plus, we'll recap what Sam Presti had to say as he kicked off year 13 for the Thunder. We've got a lot to cover, so let's get to it. It's the Thunder Basketball Universe. It is December 1st. Training camp is here. That means basketball is right around the corner. And we have so much to talk about on today's pod. We're going to talk about the big picture, but also the, the little granular stuff about the team moving forward through training camp. And it's December 1st, so it's not just the countdown to Christmas, Nick, but it's also the start of training camp and this Thunder squad and the NBA as a whole. It also marks the beginning of year 13 for the Thunder in Oklahoma City. And what a unique season is up ahead of this group, Gallo. Yeah, it's very different to be starting this process in December. Uh, typically, this is October that we're we're getting all geared up and, and ready. The, the only other season since I've been with the Thunder that is similar to this was the, the lockout year, yeah. the work stoppage uh, in the, the 2011-2012 season. Uh, but one thing that did remain the same as the Thunder got training camp started was general manager Sam Presti took that bird's eye view, that kind of 30,000 foot view of where the organization is, where it's going, and provided that vision that we can always count on him for, uh, for the long-term picture. And when you're kicking off a season like none other, it becomes more and more important to really rely on your character and your values that you have as an organization. And that's something that the Thunder has had during its entire tenure here in Oklahoma City. And it's something that Sam Presti laid out in his press conference. And those are those original organizational values of being resilient, optimistic, and grateful. And that was something that was really put on display during the team's time in Orlando. Yeah, but uh, as you mentioned, these are things that the organization has relied upon all of the dozen years that they've been at this, and it's been why they've been able to to get back up after they've been knocked down. Injuries, CBA issues that were unforeseen, trades, free agency, all sorts of things that could have deterred the organization. Uh, and that, that has not happened because of the, the resilience, the toughness the just care with which the people within the organization go about their business and make sure that they're doing things at a high level. And all of that remains the same as Sam Presti pointed out mm -hmm. as this team transitions into, into kind of a, this new phase of what the organization is, is going to be about. And I think that Sam put it in, in such a nice way where this organization is, is firmly confident in taking risks, but, at the same time, keeps that foot in the safety of those core foundational values. 
The interesting thing that that happened here with this wave of new players coming in is that, you know, there's going to be a lot of faith put in this young core group of returning players that are going to have to continue to carry on this culture and really lay the foundation and be that demonstration of what it means to play for the Thunder and uphold that Thunder culture, meaning how you show up to work every day and that, you know, every single day you have this relentless pursuit of progress. And that's going to be up to them to show everybody coming through the door what that looks like, as well as on the court, what it means in terms of, you know, giving it your all and working hard every single day. Yeah, the, the key word there is opportunity. And the players all have that opportunity now to go out and prove exactly that, prove once again the organization reflecting the values of the community right around the team, which is Oklahoman's natural resilience, their willingness to kind of be the David to the Goliath, as Sam Presti said, you know, smaller market, there are realities, there are benefits to being in one of the smallest markets in the league. Uh, but the Thunder embraces that. And it knows that in this process, there's no half measures that can be taken. They're not going to skip steps in the development process of its players, not going to skip steps on its way back to eventually someday getting to that sustained level of success that the Thunder and its fans have been accustomed to these last dozen years. What it comes down to, exactly like you said, is the Thunder being willing to do what it needs to do every single day, stick with it every single day consistently in order to achieve that level of greatness that they have in their sights, in the vision, down the road. It's going to require a lot of work and it's going to require people showing up every single day, but that's not something that anybody is willing to deviate from in any sense in order to reach the goal down the road. In Paris, it also means accepting change and accepting the risk of something new, something unknown. And with all of the changes that have happened over the last few weeks, that's exactly what this Thunder organization is embarking upon is Let's enter something that is unknown, but that we believe will result in an even better outcome down the line. We're just trying to not sacrifice quality because of the uncertain environment. So we're really trying not to skip steps, be that relationally with players, be that understanding who these players are and, and what their strengths are. You can't press fast forward on some of this stuff. And so we're just gonna be diligent and do the best we can and follow our process and not allow anything external impact how we approach this. And that's kind of been an organizational mindset up until this point. And we're, we're following through with that now that we have players in town. Nick, the first step in this opportunity for all the players on the Thunder roster is training camp. And that started today. We're recording this, like I said, on December 1st, which means it was the first time that some Thunder players were able to get back into the practice facility, get some shots up, even though it was individual workouts, one player, one coach, one basket, one basketball. It was still getting back into the Thunder Ion and getting back into the swing of things. And just to set the scene of how we are finding out this information, Mark Dignall, Darius Baisley uh, did interviews online. You know, everything is still kind of socially distant the way that we did when the team was down in Orlando in the bubble. And as you said, Paris, guys are getting back into the facility, just one on O work right now, but it is the very beginnings of once again, this, this concept of being able to put their best foot forward, strive to make those small incremental gains every single day. 
And being inside of the Thunder Ion right now, getting ready to go into training camp, this is just a great chance for these guys. And Darius said it so well. He said, all of us really have an understanding that we have a great opportunity ahead of us, and that's to learn and grow and continue kind of this learning curve that we have going this far. And Coach Dagnall, a great person to be around if you're going to be in this growing and developing stage as a player. This is his hallmark and his specialty is being able to adapt to rosters that have changed significantly, guys that were sent down on a 10-day when he was the coach of the OKC Blue, guys that were down on assignment, all sorts of (laughs) changes to the rules, changes to the, the rosters. This is something that as the Thunder kind of embarks on this next step, Mark is a guy that has proven he can make connections with players. He can identify what their strengths are. He can identify who they are as players and tap into their potential. And that's exactly what the Thunder has in front of them right now. There is a wide track laid bare for these players to go out and expand their games, but do so by making good decisions within the framework of the team. That's right. And this is going to be a training camp unlike anything any player has ever seen. Even coaches, nobody has seen anything like this. And there are a lot of extenuating circumstances coming into this season as a whole. One thing that Coach Dagnall wanted to make very clear was that there are not going to be any cut corners in the process that normally comes about when you're, you know, onboarding new players or learning a new team and trying to get this group together just because there's this abbreviated time during preseason leading into your first game. So every step that this team is going to take, it's going to be methodical and it's going to be very deliberate and intentional to make sure that there are no steps that are getting skipped to make sure that they are on the right track towards developing each player in in the most optimal way possible. Yeah, and instead of using some of the very necessary and important COVID precautions as maybe a crutch or something that would you know be an excuse. The Thunder is embracing those things that are going to take place this year, and they're not going to allow those things to be distractions from what the ultimate goal is, which is to dig in on player development and make sure that each of these guys uh, gets better from day one of training camp through to the end of the season. And there's going to be a lot that we can look forward to with this as well. I mean, we're going to podcast a lot during training camp. We just talked to Baisley today, but we're going to be able to see kind of how these guys are approaching this training camp and their mentality going into it. And it was great hearing from Darius about how, you know, he wants to approach this with a growth mindset and be able to learn and develop as a player. But there are a lot of different mix of guys on this roster, whether it's Darius, Shea, and Hami, and Lou, the returning kind of young core group of players, or if it's, you know, you've got some outside veterans coming in or first-year players who are going to be experiencing, in some cases, like Alexei Pokashevsky, the United States for the very first time. So this is going to be an interesting adjustment period for all of these guys to kind of get acclimated in their own way. Right. I mean, every rookie is going through a process that no other rookie has ever gone through. And so for a guy like Poku, who's coming overseas, he's Serbian, playing in Greece, it's probably his first time you know, spending this much time in the United States, flying on team charters, going to NBA arenas, all of these things that are brand new for every rookie. They might be even a little bit more uh, different for him. Uh, but I think back to a guy like Darius Baisley, who when he addressed the media today, confident, sure of himself, mm. um, kind of had, had his back up straight. And, and that was, it was good to see. And it just reminded me of, of where he was maybe a, a year and a half ago when 
he's in the, the thunder ion, you know, trying to do his own laundry in those industrial laundry machines. And it's just every rookie, every young player is going to be going through some of these learning curves. And I think the fascinating thing will be this season watching these guys do that together. I mean, all of them are going to have bright spots. They're going to have some ups and some downs and they're all going to have opportunities to prove themselves in a variety of ways. Exactly right. Nobody is coming into this, especially for Coach Dagnall, coming in with any preconceived ideas or jumping to any kind of premature conclusions on these guys. Like you mentioned, these guys have an open runway and they have the opportunity to come in and establish themselves and what they can bring to this organization without any preconceived kind of judgments or assumptions about what, who they are and what they bring to the table. Similar to Darius Baisley, there was this mystique around what he could provide for this team and, you know, who he was going to be as an NBA player throughout his first and, and now his second season. And look where he is now. The same is true for a lot of these young players coming through and the new faces on the roster. It'll be about what they can bring to the table and the work that they put in that'll establish their trajectory with this team and in the league. And it's also going back to that point that we made earlier about resilience. Talk about a guy like Hamadou Diallo, who every time he has been knocked down, as Mark Dagnall told us today, he has found a way to insert himself back into the rotation, find a way to crack that eight, nine man group that makes impacts on the floor. Look at a guy like Shea. He's going to have more responsibility on him. Uh, in terms of just ball handling, playmaking, that's going to be great for him to continue to learn and grow and develop, as are some of these new guys that are coming in too, you know, a, a trio of former first-round picks in Justin Jackson, TJ Leaf, and, and Ty Jerome. And then you add some veterans in George Hill, uh, Trevor Ariza, Darius Miller. Still remains to be seen exactly who will be on the final Thunder roster because those things will be worked out throughout training camp. But there's such an interesting mix of players here that all have different things that they can bring to the table. There are games on the calendar, and as of right now, the team has about 12 days before their first preseason game. They'll have the first around five days or so, five or six days, to get acclimated and in individual workouts before getting together as a group leading into the first preseason game, which will be at San Antonio on December 12th, followed by two home games against Chicago in Chesapeake Energy Arena. This is going to be a great opportunity for this group, like we mentioned, to just get acclimated and gel with one another in an actual five-on-five setting, which they haven't had in quite some time. And really great that the NBA was able to figure out a way for these teams to get some preseason games in before the regular season started, just with as difficult and distanced everything has had to be over the last nine months or so. The fact that the Thunder's going to get some some trial runs here before the games actually start, uh, I think that's fantastic. Uh, it will also be interesting to play Chicago twice in a row there because that's going to mimic some of what the Thunder and the other NBA teams are going to be seeing throughout the year, which is playing sets of games, pairs of games against divisional opponents or conference opponents where, you know, the Thunder may go to a place like Minnesota or Portland or Utah and just play both of those games there at the same time. So really nice job kind of coordinating that to get used to to that type of schedule. 
And it'll be really good for this Thunder team to go up against kind of two different looks when it comes to opponent. You've got Chicago, who's really disruptive defensively with Zach Levine, Kobe White. Can't Preseason is normally a time when the turnovers are high and things aren't nor- normally congruent as a, as, a, as a group. And going up against a team like Chicago, it's going to be really important to take care of the ball, see if you can really – forge ahead in your offense without being disrupted by this really disruptive defense of Chicago. And then you've got San Antonio with usual suspects in the front court with LaMarcus Aldridge. You also have DeMar DeRozan, really well-oiled machine offensively. So you've got two different looks that you're going to be able to go up against when it comes to preseason to get ready for that start of the season and, and keep moving forward. Greg Popovich, obviously the, the longtime head coach there in San Antonio. Billy Donovan, the new head coach in Chicago. He'll be coming back to Chesapeake Energy Arena uh, right off the bat. And uh, we do know, though, that the Thunder will not be having fans inside Chesapeake Energy Arena to start the season. Uh, Obviously, uh, with COVID-19, rampant, um, that's a decision that the Thunder organization has made to just be leaders in the community, taking the, the health of their fans seriously and prioritizing that. I know they were constantly consulting with local health officials to make sure that they were always making the right decision and and putting the health and safety of the community first. And I know that this was a decision that wasn't made lightly, but was certainly made out of necessity and definitely set an example in the OKC community. That's all for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to like, rate, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much to our producer. And until next time, thunder up and catch you later.